Welcome to Equip This Church, Denise. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live at our city campus. For more information, check out equipuschurch.com. Very good. You're welcome to take a seat. Thank you for having me once again um, here. If you've been here all weekend, I feel like you deserve an extra chocolate or prize. If you have not missed a beat, there's got to be some of you for sure. And thank you for coming back tonight. I, I love the 5 p.m. back home. We have a 5 p.m. service as well. And um, I really like this service. I feel like there's a relaxed feel. Um, obviously, all weekend we've been worshiping God, but generally it's a morning service and you kind of open your heart and you come in on a Sunday night and then God just wants to take it further. So I'm really expectant for tonight and I believe that we're going to have some fun, but that God's going to speak. You're going to encounter God this evening. And um, I really... I don't like to just preach a word and um, just pick any word and just preach it, pull it out and preach it. But I like to know, God, what is it that you're saying? What is it that you're saying for this particular service for the 5 p.m. tonight? And um, what is it that you want to say to your people? And so the word that he's given me tonight for you is um, prophetic, and it is for tonight, and it's um, that you are anointed for this. And it's prophetic. God wants to speak it over your life tonight, that you are anointed for this. And um, before we do that, I actually just want to say thank you for the um, team for hosting me this weekend and hosting us all this weekend. Um, I've been really well looked after, and it's just been cool to get to know you all and to see your awesome team here. And for the worship team who have served uh, so faithfully over the weekend, you've got an incredible team here. Um, I hope you know that you're super blessed. Um, so thank you uh, for that. But I also just wanted to honor, um, obviously, I, I've only seen Will tonight. I was like, oh, you do exist. You are. <laughs> no, he's been a busy man. He's been looking after the children and he's in Timuru this morning, but it's nice to see you, Will. Um, and obviously, Desiree has been hosting me this weekend and I felt really blessed by that. And I just wanted, I just felt as we were worshiping that I needed to remind you, um, and I know you know this, but I need to remind you that you are so blessed to have the pastors that you have and to never take that for granted and not to assume that they know that they're awesome and that they are encouraged. Sometimes we can look, a, look upon our leaders and we can think that they get encouragement from everywhere else. They're probably doing all right, but I can um, promise you that they are probably not. Um, so do tell them often, tell them frequently, come alongside them. Thank Desiree for this weekend. If you were blessed by the women's conference, come and thank her, give her a hug. If you want to go extra and do something more than that, then do that because there's a lot of input that goes into a weekend like this. There's a lot of input that goes into leading you especially through alert level changes and all of this. So please remind them how awesome they are and thank them often because they may forget sometimes. They, they're not doing this for that, but uh, it's nice to be reminded sometimes. But I'm going to pray and then we're going to get into it and then see where God leads us tonight. Cool, God, we thank you for the service. We thank you that you are here. We felt your presence already, Lord, as we've worshipped you tonight, as we've lifted up your name. God, we know that you are amongst us and... God, I thank you that it is not my words tonight that, that does its work, but God, it, it's you through me, Lord, it's your words, it's your word, it's the truth of your word that comes and it cuts all the way through and it does its work in our hearts. So God, we thank you that you are, are here tonight, Lord, we open our hearts to you. God, where there may be things distracting us in this moment, things that have happened this weekend, things... I don't know, things we've done, things we've spoken about, or things that have come. God, I just thank you that right now we just let that wash off, that we're in your presence. We're ready to receive from you. We want to hear your word uh, with clarity and not be distracted. So, God, we thank you for that tonight. We think you're going to speak, then we thank you that you're going to minister to our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. So the kind of, the word that I have in my spirit for you tonight is obviously that you are anointed for this. That's the, the title of um, just what I want to share with you. But I also feel in my spirit that it's a season to say yes. And for some of you, there's some things that God is putting before you right now. 
and there's a hesitancy in your spirit, and you've not really been too sure about it, like, why am I resisting this? And sometimes it can come out of self-preservation, or we've had a hard season, so we're trying to protect ourselves, or we're trying to be boundaried, and there's times for that. But the word that I get um, from God for you tonight is that it's a season to say yes, and it's actually a season to lean into it, that there's actually going to be energy and fulfillment and life in it as you lean into it. You know, often we're saying no a lot, and I, I went on a whole journey. I was a yes girl all the way through my life growing up. I've always been a yes girl. And so that got me into some trouble where I um, crashed in a bit of a heap. And so I had to learn how to say no. But then the other extreme can be that we say no all the time and that we're always saying no and we're not leaning into what it is that God wants to do. And the word that I have for you as a church and actually particularly for you guys tonight that are here in the 5 p.m., is that it's a season to say yes. It's a season to lean into it, and you are anointed for it. And don't diminish that, and don't see it as a small thing that you are anointed for it. And I'm going to remind you of that tonight. So I'm not sure if you've ever been given a role that you don't feel ready for. That's been me my whole life. Um, actually, I, just on that, I'm one of four girls, and out of the four of us, I'm the most, uh, was the most quiet, um, timid out of us all. Probably the least likely that my parents, they were pastors, our pastors, uh, probably the least likely that they thought would be involved in ministry one day because I was so timid. I would shrink to the background all the time, very anxious growing up. Um, yeah, not the sort that would be doing this today or any space that God has got me in. So very, very timid. Yet God has constantly like pushed me out and pushed me forward into what he has for me. And oftentimes I haven't felt ready for it. Even things like this weekend, I don't always feel ready for it. But I know and I've got to remind myself that God has anointed me for this. It's not my own strength. It's not my own gift. But there's an anointing on my life. And oftentimes the anointing comes because of what we have walked through. The good times, the excellent things that we've accomplished, but also the hard things that we have walked through. It gives us authority and it gives us um, an extra anointing. God's anointing is on us because of what we've walked through. Um, I'm not sure if someone has ever asked you to do something that you feel incapable of. I'm not sure if there is anything before you right now that you have said yes to, and it's freaking you out, and you're like, why did I say yes to that? Um, that thing that you couldn't say no to because you knew it was God, but now you're like, like, where do I start with this? Like, God, how do I get going with this? I've said yes to you in my spirit, but how do I get started with this? And I want to tell you tonight that you are anointed for this. And the best way that we can prepare for whatever he has for us is to prepare with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to create a space for you tonight, for you to come and for you to be refreshed by the Holy Spirit, for you to have a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit, so that you can be reminded, have a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit, to, to take a hold of the task at hand, to take a firm hold at the task at hand, whatever the week has for you ahead, whatever it is that you've said yes to that you're kind of resisting internally, God's going to give you a fresh anointing tonight. You're going to feel the Holy Spirit come and fill you afresh to take a hold of that task. When the anointing of God is upon a person, it changes that individual from being a little ordinary person into a giant who can accomplish much in the kingdom of God. Whatever gift you have and whatever capacity and wherever you feel God has called you to, you need to know that you are anointed for this. If you are a mum, you are anointed for that role, even if you feel inadequate. If you're studying right now and you feel in, um, inadequate for it, I want to remind you tonight, and God wants to remind you that you are anointed for this. You can do this, and not just because God is with you, but there's an anointing upon your life to do it as well. So 1 John um, 2, 27, and the scriptures will come up tonight. It says this, and as for you, the anointing which you receive from him abides in you. 
So you are anointed, the anointing is on you, but it also abides in you. And the word anointed actually means um, chosen and to be set apart for divine purposes. So when God says to you tonight, you are anointed for this, he's saying you have been chosen for this. You have been set apart for this. So who are you? Who am I to hold back from the very thing that God is saying? This is for you. You are anointed for this in this season. Lean into it. You are chosen. You have been set apart for this. So when God says to you today, you are anointed for this, he is saying, I have chosen you for this. And the anointing is simply a divine empowering to do something that God wants um, to be done. So it's all about God's will. It's not about our will and what our plan is for our life. It's all about God's will and what his purpose is for the earth. And so he wants you to be a part of that. He's going to do it anyway. He's got a plan for humankind. He's got a plan for the world. That he is so awesome that he wants to include us as a part of that plan. But we have a choice whether we lean into that and we say, yes, I'm going to go after it. And we take a hold of his anointing and we lean into it. Or we can resist it and we can pull back and we can say no. But God is saying you are anointed for this and this is a season to say yes. Um, when we anoint people with oil, and I'm not sure if you've seen this done in church or if you've ever been anointed with oil, um, basically in that moment when we do that, we are praying for God to set that person apart for his use, and we're praying that they will be empowered to accomplish God's work, and we're praying for protection. So when we anoint someone and we, we pour oil on their head, we're praying for blessing, protection, and empowerment. Now, we probably won't anoint people with oil tonight, but we would love to be able to pray for you. But you can do this in your own home. And actually, this is some homework. I love to give homework uh, for your week is to go home. You can grab any oil. It's not special oil. Some of them smell better than others. Um, but you can grab any oil. And I've actually been practicing this this year, is that I'll go around my home. And I know it seems a little bit over the top and a little bit crazy woman, but I do this. As I go through my door frames in my home and I'll anoint it with oil, like the front door. And I'll just pray. And I say, God, I pray that nothing will come into this home that is not of you. I pray that as we go out from this place that we'll have confidence to pursue the call and what you've put on our hearts. I pray for my children. I go and I pray and I anoint their pillows. And then they tell me later that they smell funny. Why does my pillow smell funny? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Uh, but I have been praying and I've been putting oil on their pillows. Uh, I do that for my husband and I pray for him on the side of the bed that he sleeps on. I pray that he'll pick his clothing up and he'll put them in the wardrobe. <laughs> so, <laughs> But I pray, I pray through our home, I pray for our couches, and I pray for those that would come, and that I pastor across the week that will come, whether it's e-group, or that I'll sit with one-on-one, -on -one, that they'll sit on my couch, and that they'll feel refreshed, that they will find refreshment in God, that the Holy Spirit will be in my home, that whoever comes into that place will leave changed. And you can do this as well. This is something that you can take a hold of this week, and you can pray for your home. And our homes are important, because there's a lot that we, it's our, it's our base, it's where we function from. We go out from there, and we come back to there, to be refreshed and to rest. So pray for your home this week. So some little homework for you. So Psalm 92 verse 10 says this, your anointing has made me strong and mighty. I need some strength <laughs> and I want to be a whole lot mightier than what I am already. And I need the strength of God, but it's his anointing that makes me strong and mighty. You've empowered my life for triumph by pouring fresh oil over me. That's good. That's a gift. This is a gift from God, the anointing, the Holy Spirit, the presence of God, a fresh and filling of his spirit, feeling oiled by him that there's ease and grace to our life. You know, I even think about and I often pray for myself when I meet with people and I, I, I'm an empathetic person. I feel a lot of things and I can walk away feeling all those things. But I pray that the anointing will cover me, that it's almost like it washes off. That as I sit with people, I'll be there in the moment, I'll pray with them. But as I walk away, I can leave it with God, knowing that it's kind of slipped off my life. 
And I'm not sure what it is that you need to slip off your life right now that's kind of sticking to you. Maybe you need a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. Maybe you need more of His anointing. And the thing about God's anointing is that we can't earn it. It's not something that we can earn, that we, um, we fight for or strive for. But it's something that is freely given to us, and it flows from within as we agree with the Holy Spirit. So although the anointing can't be earned, it can be tended to, and it can be increased as you spend time with Jesus, as you continue to welcome the Holy Spirit into your life. And that's why tonight we'll create a space for you to come, because it's like, I need this again. And if you need to do this week after week, day after day, then do that. Like, come before him and say, God, I need your anointing again. I feel like I got drained of it yesterday. I need more of it today. And that's why we create these moments, because we all need it. Um, Isaiah 61, 1 to 3, uh, um, very, very popular passage of Scripture. You may have heard it before, but it says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. And it goes on to say about what the Lord has anointed me for. It's things like to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. And it goes on and on. But first, before we go out and do, before we tackle the calling and the mission of God, we've got to be anointed. We've got to know that we are anointed. We've got to remember that we are anointed. We've got to lean into him for a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. And then we go because we're anointed for this. So the Spirit of the Lord is upon you tonight. The Lord has anointed you. And there are some things he has for you. I don't know if you've heard that in a while. I don't know if you know that God has some things for you. It doesn't matter if you're a timid, quiet person. If you have, yeah, if you don't feel confident enough to pursue what God has put in front of you, like let my life be a testimony of the fact that God can use anyone. God can take anyone and he can use them for his purpose and for his calling. You are anointed for the role that you carry in your household, whether that is sister, son, mum, or father. You are anointed for the role that you carry at work. You are anointed for that. You are anointed to share the gospel wherever you are. You are anointed for that. When you realize that, it's like you're looking for opportunities because there's a confidence that stirs up in you because you're like, I'm anointed for this, that whatever space I go into, I can share the gospel freely and people will be saved because I am anointed for this. You are anointed to encourage and speak life into your friend. So when your friend is struggling and they call you at home and you're like, I don't know what to do about this, you can remind yourself, I am anointed for this moment. I am anointed to encourage them to speak life into them. You are anointed to live in your neighborhood even. You know, I believe there is a geographical aspect to the calling of God on our lives. He positions us in places for a reason. So it's not an accident, the suburb that you live in. Don't see that as an accident. Don't resist it. Don't, um, I don't know, whatever you're doing with your suburb right now, but just lean into it and be like, God has got me here for a reason. Even if it's temporary, say, okay, God, you've got me here. If it's just two months or whatever, say, I'm here for a reason and I am anointed for this. You are anointed to lead your e-group. You might feel insufficient and like you, ha- you don't have it in you, but you are anointed for that. God, if you've said yes to that responsibility, you've put your hand up and you said, yes, God, I'll lean into that, then you are anointed for it. You are anointed to manage your finances. That's a good realization today that you don't have to do that in your own strength, but you are anointed for it. You are anointed to see the opportunities in your business and anointed to pursue them. You are anointed to pray for people to be sick and for them to be healed. You can do that. You can go home tonight if there's a sick person in your home and you can say, I'm anointed for this. I'm anointed to pray and to believe for healing. 
You are anointed at the gym. I don't go to the gym, but you are anointed at the gym. If you go to the gym, you can, you can apply that one yourself because I have no application. Um, <laughs> you are anointed to create. If you're one that is creating or writing or creating content or putting stuff out into the world, you are anointed for that. You don't need to do that in your own strength, your own ability, your own experience, your own background. You are anointed to do that. Um, if you're at home with the kids, you are anointed for it. And I'm going to keep going because I'm going to remind you, if you play an instrument, you are anointed for it. You are not just getting up there with your own skill strength or at home when you're practicing. That's not your own skill. It's God. It's you are anointed for this. Lean into that and say, God, if I'm anointed for this, let it flow. Let it flow freely. I don't want to restrict you in what it is that you want to do through my life in this. If you write, you are anointed for it. Someone needed to hear that tonight. If you write, you were anointed for it. Lean into it. This week even, write. Write some more. If you manage and train others, you are anointed for it. You might feel inadequate, and you might not feel like you have it in you, but you are anointed. If you're studying, you are anointed for it. If you're purchasing property right now, you are anointed for that. The presence of God is with you as you go about making... Um, whatever you're doing, making deals, <laughs> you are anointed for it. If you are helping someone through a hard time, you are anointed for it. And God wants to tell you tonight, this is not too hard. This is not too hard for you. The enemy wants to tell you that this is too hard, but God has le um, led you into it. And because he's led you into it, you are anointed for it. And so he's stirring confidence in us tonight that we can believe that we can go after this, that we can do it, that we can tackle it, not with our own strength, but with him. So for some of you, you need to be reminded tonight to pick up your confidence. I remember actually Pastor Sam Monk after I, I burnt out and I had this time out and I remember being like, oh, I don't want to go back into doing things again. And I remember him just saying to me, just super simply, nothing else, no other fluff around it. He just said to me, Hannah, pick up your confidence. I was like, oh, okay, because it like had a nerve in me. I knew that all I needed to do at this point, I'd rested, I'd replenished, I'd done the hard work I needed to do. Now it was time to pick up my confidence again and to run and to go after it. You know, too many too many callings, too many things that God puts before his people are abandoned at the crossroads of confidence. But there is a healthy stretch that grows our capacity. So sometimes we have to stretch a little bit beyond what we feel comfortable with because it's in the stretch that our capacity grows. So this is why God's saying to you tonight, it's a season to say yes. Don't resist. You only grow as you lean into it. If we just press in a little more, we will see the breakthrough. So you are anointed for this. And I think any chance you get, even this week, is just to take your hand, just lay it on your head and anoint your thoughts and just say, my thoughts are anointed. God, my thoughts are anointed. The enemy's been coming against me. I've been thinking all sorts of things. There's thoughts that have been there for a while. But God, I thank you that my thoughts are anointed. I thank you that my thoughts are your thoughts. My thoughts are line up with your word. And just hold your head and just pray. I do this often because my head, um, if you know me well, know that I think a lot of thoughts across the day and not helpful thoughts all of the time. And so I take my hand and I pray over my head and I just pray that God would anoint my head. God's anointing, we're going to pray in a moment, but this is just some truth to remind you of tonight, that God's anointing helps the areas you feel weak in. And the thing I love about my God is that he delights to use the weak things of this world to confound the wise, and that's the mystery of his kingdom. I don't know why he always chooses who he chooses or what he chooses or the timing of, you know, how he chooses it, but, but God loves to do that, to confound the wise. And if any job or ministry in ministry, there will always be parts we excel in and tasks that we find difficult. 
But if we view some aspects of a role, ministry, or responsibility as being frustrating or worthless, we will never bring those tasks into God's presence. So for even the week ahead, the tasks that are on your list, the things that you're approaching this week that you're dreading, and you're like, oh, I'm not looking forward to doing that again. You know, God, he's just reminding you tonight that his presence is there. It's ready for where you're weak, where you have weakness. You know, I'm learning to celebrate my weaknesses. Now, sometimes we think that anointing is only associated with excellence. Like, that person's really anointed because they're really good at it. But you know that the anointing is actually associated with weakness? It really is, and I'm learning to celebrate my weaknesses. He anoints your excellence when your gifts are surrendered to him, but he also anoints your weakness as you lean upon him. So we are weak this um, week. You can, that was a mouthful to get out. We are weak this week. You can lean into him and you can trust that you are anointed for this, not just in your excellent areas, but in your weak areas. And both are a witness to God, not just when you're excellent, but even when you're weak. That's a, that's a, um, a witness to others and that gives glory to God when you do that. So lean into that. You are not lacking and you are not disempowered. There is anointing and authority for every assignment that you have right now. Thank you, Jesus. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast, and I do this, I boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ may rest on me. Christ's power may rest on me. You know, as you do this, it's going to stir confidence in you this week. As you come tonight, and we're going to invite the team to come, actually, if they could do so, the worship team, who have just so awesomely led us in worship. We're going to do that again. But as you do this this week, confidence is going to build in your heart. There's this verse that's um, from Psalm 16, 8 to 9, and it says, Your whispers in the night give me wisdom, showing me what to do next, because you are close to me and always available. My confidence will never be shaken, for I experience your wraparound presence every moment. And I love how the Passion Translation talks about the presence of God, like a wraparound presence. I love visual pictures like that that I can picture and I can take into my week. But as you do this, it's going to be a confidence. God's going to give you wisdom, that scripture says, showing you what to do next. Because you are close to me and always available, my confidence will never be shaken. For I experience your wraparound presence. You can go into your week like that. My confidence will not be shaken this week because I have his wraparound presence around me. For some, you're actually going to feel a physical sense of God wrapping himself around you tonight, that you're going to go from this place holding your head high. Thank you, Jesus. I just I wonder if you just close your eyes in this moment. I'd love to be able to pray for you. And then we're going to worship, and I invite you to come, and I'll, I'll tell you why I would love you to come in a moment. But I firstly just feel to pray and just break off any intimidation, any intimidation that's been coming against people where you've said yes, and you've, you've put your hand up, and you've, you've kind of come half the way or part of the way, leaning into what God is asking you to do in this season. And then the enemy has come, and he's brought intimidation and shame and condemnation and guilt. And I don't know what it is that he's layering upon your life right now that's causing you to want to um, limit yourself and to hold back and to resist and pull away. And there's been this tension, and I just see like an internal tension in you. Like you've said yes out there, but internally you're resisting. And God right now, and I just see his power just coming, and just his wraparound presence coming around your life. And he's just breaking off every single lie of the enemy, all that intimidation. I just see that falling away off your life 
right now in Jesus' name. God, I thank you that there's power when we speak your name, that the enemy has to flee when we speak the name of Jesus, because we have chosen you as the Lord and the Savior of our life, that the enemy has no ground, and he hates the name of Jesus. So we speak the name of Jesus right now, God, to every lie, to every intimidating spirit, everything that's tried to come against, to even suffocate people, and to strip the life out of them and the energy out of them. God, I just see that broken off right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the name of Jesus, that there's power in that name because there's power in the name of Jesus and there's power in Jesus himself. Thank you, God, for freedom. Lord, we thank you for life. God, I thank you for dreams to come alive. Lord, I thank you for hope to arise. Lord, for those that have just felt really stuck in a place for a while. God, I thank you that this word is gonna bring freedom, that they are anointed for this, that there is a confidence rising in their heart. God, I pray that they will stir up this week. God, that they'll walk from this place feeling different. They'll wake up on Monday morning, which is tomorrow morning, ready to face their week, even the difficult tasks, even the tasks that they feel weak for, that there's gonna be a strength in it because they are anointed for this. Thank you, God, for your Holy Spirit that is even coming right now in this moment just to saturate your people. God, I pray that you would fill us, Lord, fill us to overflowing. God, that we would be just so full for whatever it is that we're about to face this week. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Before we invite you to come, you know, Will and Desiree, I really felt prompted to pray for you both. And the word that I get for you, and I haven't thought too much about it, just in worship, God just dropped the first initial thought in my heart, and I'm just believing that he's just going to come and just prompt me as I begin to pray. But I just really felt the, the phrase, um, times of refreshing, is coming. And oftentimes when we hear that, we apply that in our minds and understanding of what that looks like. But for me, the sense that I had as I, as I heard that from God for you was that it's going to look different. The times of refreshing um, isn't necessarily a break or um, or just some rest, but I feel like there's some opportunities about to come, and there's some, I feel some moving parts in your world, I feel like some complexity is going to be removed, and I just feel like in that, there's going to be refreshing, there's going to be some new opportunities that come, things that energize you, things that you've like actually waited your whole life for, that you're going to actually, when you step into it, you're going to be like, this is what I was made for, and it's not that you're not doing that now, and it's not that it's any different to what you're doing now, I don't believe you're moving anywhere, going anywhere, don't freak out, but I just feel like God's about to put some opportunities before you from this place of this launch pad that you're in. I just see, even as I spoke this morning, just about that trail of um, of sacrifice, that every six steps there was another sacrifice, and then there was another sacrifice. And I just saw this picture of of that's been your lives. You've honestly, your whole life, you have just stopped. You've sacrificed. You've worshipped God. You've been obedient to Him. There's been sacrificial obedience that has marked your whole life. And that's not about to stop. God's about to push you into some new things, new opportunities. But it's going to be because of the authority gained for every single battle that you have won till now. Every six steps as you stopped and there was another sacrifice and obedience to God and you took hits yourself and there was a cost yourself. But every single time you've done that, it's pulled up weight and authority in your life, and you know this, but it's like you're bubbling up. I kind of see like a pressure cooker, even as I'm praying, and like the cap's on, whatever you call that thing, but I just feel like that's about to burst, and that pressure's about to lift off your life, that kind of, that resistance where you feel like, I'm just trying to keep this together, I'm trying to hold it together. I just see that's about to
to burst forth. The cap's about to come off. You're about to be flung forward into your, your full destiny and what God has for you. So God, I thank you for Will and Desiree. God, I thank you, Lord, that you have blessed them. You have blessed them with many gifts. They are multi-talented. God, they're multi-skilled. Lord, they've walked through a lot. I thank you for their obedience, their sacrifice, all that they've stepped into and continue to do for your kingdom. And God, I thank you that this is a turning point. I just see it as a shifting moment, God, in this season. Lord, even between now and the end of the year, they're going to get encouragement in this area. They're going to see that, God, you're being faithful to this word. They're going to see it starting to come true in their life. So God, I thank you for them. I pray you bless their family, bless their household. Lord, bless everything that is precious to them. Lord, keep it safe and secure. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Lord. Well, I wonder if we could all stand. Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church, Dunedin. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out equipuschurch.com.